Akutivach, this is Gemar Nidari Madaf Lamid Tess. And today's shear, tonight's shear, has been sponsored as an incredible schos refua shleima for Avraham Svi ben Tsara. Besayich Sha'ar Chayli Yisrael, Besiyatid Shemayi of the learning of the entire Chabura, the words of Taira, Tamu Taira Kinege Kulam, should bring Avraham Svi ben Tsara an incredible and complete refua shleima. And we're holding on the bottom of Lamid Ches Almid Beis at the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, the classical case we've been talking about in so many of the Mishnahis, someone who makes a nether hanah from his friend. Again, we're going to use the example we always try to use. I make a nether hanah from you, the quintessential you. I don't want it to be you in this case, as you're about to see, because the you is not well. And I go visit him. Am I allowed to go visit him? Again, I am not allowed to get benefits from you. So can I go visit the you that I'm not allowed to get benefit from? Says the Mishnah, You're allowed to visit and stand while visiting. Aval, however, You cannot sit while visiting the sick person. Umar po'oi refuas nefesh. And you're allowed to heal him a healing of the soul. Avaloi refuas mamli. But you're not allowed to heal a monetary healing. And what exactly that means, stay tuned, we'll see that. Daf mem aleph in two days. So we have a Mishnah. Again, I make an edder enough from you. What is the status regarding what am I allowed? <coughs> <coughs> wow, excuse me. What is the status? What am I allowed to do for you? I'm, I'm going to visit you. Am I allowed to have a regular visit? Are there any um, qu- uh, st- um, uh, uh, qualifications in my visit? What exactly am I allowed to do? The Mishnah says, if the you in the case is not well, I'm allowed to visit. However, I'm not allowed to sit down. I have to stand when I go and visit. Now, what exactly is this case? Of course, we're going to see right now as we begin the Mishnah. As we begin the Gemara, excuse me. So says the Gemara, What is the case in our Mishnah? If my property, the person who's visiting, is usher on this sick person, then I feel I should even be allowed to sit. For the obvious reason. Because... What benefit are you getting from me sitting with you? Again, I cannot get benefit from you. And therefore, the only benefit that's being had is an indirect benefit. And actually, let's just take this together with Duran to keep things simple. Says Duran on the top line, the I made, if I'm standing, my taima sharisle. Why is it allowed that I'm allowed to stand when I'm visiting you? Mishom de mevaker mitzvah de nafshayavid. I'm doing a mitzvah. Again, I am not allowed to get any benefit from you. So when I am standing, I'm doing a mitzvah. But now, the Ran is answering the unspoken question. But the chayla is getting benefit. There's a nether hana where he can't get benefit. And the chayla is getting benefit. 
still shari it is allowed. Why? Because it's indirect. And once it's allowed, I should even be allowed to sit. So again, if the properties of the mevaker, excuse me, I, I didn't, uh, let me apologize. I did not explain this property. That's why I was confusing myself. Let's say it one more time. Says the Gemara, if my property is usher on the chayla, so now, if I am going to visit the chayla, so he cannot get benefit from me. So if he cannot get benefit from me, why am I allowed to visit him? Why am I even allowed to stand in the room? The answer is, because my standing is not giving him direct benefit. I'm going to do a mitzvah of bigger chaylem, and he's indirectly benefit from me visiting him. Therefore, on that token, asks the Gemara, I should even be allowed to sit. What is the difference to the chayla, to the sick person, to the you, if I'm standing or sitting, if I am usher to you? And as it continues the Gemara, rather, and again, what's at the crux of the Gemara is every time we say, it's always a question of which way is it going. So, if the you, if the chayla is also on me visiting, then I should not even be allowed to stand. Why not? I can't get benefit from you. So let's look back at the Ran, and the Ran says, you know why? Because I am getting benefit anytime I walk into your dwelling. That's just the practicalities of going to someone's house. You're benefiting from being in their house. And now, you can't get any benefit from him. So asks the Gemara, what is the case in the Mishnah? So Amar Shmuel Explain Shmuel. The case of the Mishnah is my properties have been into the Chayla. So the question now is, why am I not allowed to sit? I should even be allowed to sit. Says Shmuel, very similar to yesterday's Gemara, that Shmuel creates an ukimta. Shmuel narrows which is the case of the Mishnah. And the case is that they used to have a situation that they would pay one visiting. If one comes to visit the Chaylo, guess they didn't have the wonderful gemachs and organizations. Ezer Mitzio in the Chai Lifeline, etc., that sends people down to hospitals. So they would pay people to go and visit. So it was a makan that they would pay to sit and not pay to stand. And that's the reason why you'd be allowed to stand. Asks the Gemara, the obvious Kasha, my Pascha. Sounds almost like Shmuel invented this fascinating uh, scenario that they pay for one and not the other. And therefore he says, you only let us stand and not sit. What is forcing Shmuel, asks the Gemara, to create that that is the situation in the Mishnah? So explains the Gemara, and then hopefully in, in, in form, this Gemara very much mimics yesterday's Gemara. You know what the Chiddush is? That even in a place in which they do take payment, excuse me, I read the exact same thing wrong yesterday. Even in a place that they pay for visiting sick, what payment? Al yeshiva ba'ilamishkal, but al hamida loy ba'ilamishkal. That even in a place that they do pay for visiting, <coughs> the only payment that is allowed to be had is for stand- sitting and not for standing. 
and therefore by definition, you're allowed to stand and not allowed to sit. says the Gemara, second tarets, because Rav Shimon ben El Yakum. You know what the reason is? That it's an Isidur Abanan, then he might stand there longer than necessary. We have to explain what that means. You might sit longer. So what exactly is going on? It is a little bit late. Let's take a moment to peek at the Ran. This is really the bulk of today's daf. The Ran is about 10 lines from the wide lines in the Ran. The Ran says, Where did Rav Shimon El Yakum say this? Later on in Daf Membeis and Membeis, that he explained is, the Mishnah of so Shimon al Yakum explained that really, Medina, letter of the law, you should let us stand, you should let us sit. But yet, they made a Gezerah that were afraid that you might tarry, you might delay, you might sit unnecessar- unnecessarily more than is necessary. And that is the reason, Therefore you can't do it. But standing, we're not worried. By standing, we're not worried because if you're standing, you didn't take a chair. And that is the reason why. So the case exactly that's going on over here, the case of Membeza and Membeza, the round doesn't fully explain, but the case is if Tommy is another from their friend, the question is if you let to go pick fruit from his field on a Shemitah year. And we made a Gezerah <coughs> that you might end up Tearing, you might end up hanging out there a little bit too long, thereby getting benefit from him. So too, we're extending that gazira to our case that you're not allowed to even you're not allowed to sit because you might end up spending no, longer than is necessary. Meaning to go and visit to fulfill the mitzvah beaker chaylim. That's the allowance. But if you sit down, says with Shimon Al Yakum, you might. And you're enjoying yourself. You're enjoying maybe it's a hot day and you like the AC. Maybe it's a cold day and you like the heat. I understand it's a bit morbid that you're enjoying the heat of the hospital. Enjoying the heat. But that's the mitzvah. You're visiting the chayla. That is our concern. Ula Amar. So, so far that's two ways <coughs> of explaining the Mishnah. We have Shmuel and Rav Shimon El Yakum. And um, if anyone's wondering, this Iba Yisema is a little bit off-placed because the Iba Yisema usually means that it's a similar way of learning the first tarot. And over here, it's not really that. It's really just a new tarot. But either way, it says the Gemara, Ula Amara, third tarot. We're about 15 lines from the bottom. The first one line is, Bishanichnas, Lailam Bishanichse, excuse me, Chayla Asun al Mavakar. Really, it's the opposite. That the Chayla is driven into the one visiting. I can get benefit from the Chayla. The question in such a scenario was, if the property of the Chayla was Aser, so what bothered us was, then you should not even be able to stand there because the mere entrance into his property is giving me benefit. Okay. Says Ula, you know what the case is? What was the nether? I made a nether from you, but I made a nether from you, the person that is you. And the person that is you is not your property. So from you, the person, I cannot get benefit. Can I walk into your house? Yes, you can walk into your house, says Ula. And that's the reason why in the Mishnah, I'm allowed to go visit. If that's the story, I should even be able to go sit down with you. Why did the Mishnah say, I could only stand? Explains the Gemara, you know why? Because once you can fulfill 
the mitzvah withstanding, we're not going to allow you to sit. I only said him that there's from you as the person to allow the benefit from the property. But if there's a way to do it without, that is what's going to be included. So Meisveh, the Gemara goes back to ask on Shmuel's din. Chala, who says the Raisa, if he himself, the person that made the nether became sick, Nichnas Levakrai, the visitor could come and visit him. Chala binai, and this is the detail that the Braiso is elaborating on a bit more. If the child gets sick, Shayalai Bishak, you ask about him in the street, but you can't go visit him. Parenthetically, Ramay Shafainstein and Achuva learns out from here that we see that a form of visiting the sick is Shayalai Bishak. A form is inquiring after his welfare. And if I can't go and visit the sick person by inquiring, <coughs> asking how he's doing, calling him up, says Ramayisha, at some level, <coughs> you also fulfill the mitzvah of Bikr Chayim. So that is the Braisa. So now the Gemara articulates the question. And we're assuming right now that the case of the Braisa parallels the case of the Mishnah. So according to Ula, that the case is that the property of the Chaylas Rabbanami, the Mavaker, who can go into Ajim and Chayuse, and what level am I not going to get benefit from the Chayla, from the person himself? Shabir, it's very good. Why is it very good? Because I only can't get benefit from you. But can I get benefit from your son? Yes. But El Shmuel, but according to Shmuel, Dom Shikhli Mivaker, Asunala Khaila, Maishnahu, Maishnabinahi. What's the difference between you and your child? Amr Lacha says Shmuel Masnisa Mishli Mivakar Sunala Khaila. Says Shmuel, no. Why are you assuming that the Braisa parallels the Mishnah? I'll tell you that the Braisa is the exact opposite. The Mar now asks the same Kasha. My Pasca. From where did Shmuel get this from? So Amar Rava, Amar Shmuel, as we turn over to Lamid, Tess, Amid, Beis. You know where Shmuel got this from? Mas Nisan, Kash say The Mishnah bothered him. Why? My I read the Tanya, Oymir, Avalah, Yoishib, Shma Minah. Excuse me. But that was only where in the Mishnah. So in the Mishnah that Shmuel had a particular reason to assume that's going to be different. Why? Because the Mishnah said that the property, the Mishnah made a distinction, differentiated between standing and sitting. That's what forced Shmuel to explain the Mishnah the way he did. But the Brisa did not, and therefore Shmuel learned the Brisa the exact opposite. And now we continue three lines down, Lamitasim and Bays in classical Gemara form. Once we're discussing Bikr Chaylim, we tangentially continue that discussion. Where do we have a Remez? Where can we find the Bikr Chaylim alluded to in the Torah Shinamar? As the Pasik says in Ramidbar, Kamais Kol Adam. Yimuson. If these people die, this is by Moshe Rabbeinu and Kairach, the death of the man, Eileu Bakudas, call Adam. And the visitation of man is visited upon them. So my mashma says the Gemara, we're not just going to let you figure out yourself how to learn of Tishrasha, says the Gemara, where do you see Bikr Chaylim? Oh my Rava, explains Rav, you know where you see, because the Pasik says, Im Kimois call Adam Yimusot. The Pasik said, if these people die a death of all people, what's a death of people? What's a regular death? 
This means that they're sick and they become bedridden. And people visit them. So we see that when one is lying in bed unwell, there is an Indian, there is a mitzvah. The Apostle is teaching us, you should go and visit them. What would people say? Moshe Rabbeinu is going along and saying, if Kairas Vadasai, if Kairach and his followers would not die a miraculous death, rather, you know what people would say, Hashem never sent me to make these people, because the whole problem with Kairach was Kairach was claiming, Moshe Rabbeinu, you chose Aaron for this, a family, and this and that. So Moshe Rabbeinu was coming, obviously, in defense of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Moshe says, if, if Kairach doesn't die, unique, the ground open up and kills him, people are going to assume that Moshe Rabbeinu Rabbeinu acted on his own accord. Darash Rava continues Rava to Darshan. Imbriya Yivra Hashem. But if a creation Hashem will create. So how do we understand this? Pasik says Rava Imbriya Gehenim. If Gehenim is a creation, Mutav Tiyat. If Gehenim is a creation, then that will be okay. It will be there to swallow Kairach. Hashem will create an entity of Gehenim for Kairach Vadasi. Asks the Gemara, Aini Rava, is that really true? Vatani, we learned in Araisa. We're about 15 lines down. The first one line is Aini. We learned in Araisa, Shiva Dvarim Nivru Kaidam Shenivra Ailam. Seven things were created before the world was created. Elue, Taira. Shuvah, Gan Edem, Gehenim, Gizim. Oh, one second. Apologies. One more time. Let's get there. Torah, Shuvah, Gan Edem, Gehenim, Kisi Akavod, Pesam Mikdash, Ushmai Shel Mashiach. So the seven entities that predated the creation of the world. Torah, Dechsev, Hashem, Kanan, He reaches the Arkai. Shuvah, Dechsev, Vetarim, Arim, Yuladu, Vetchaydal. And of course, each and every one of these Pesukim, we see Hashem, Kanan, He reaches, Vetarim, before. Teshev, Anashadaka, Gan Eden, Dechsev, Vayit, Hashem, Lekin, Gan, Beidem, Ikadem, Gehenim, Dechsev, Ki, Eiroich, Me'aswal, Tifta. Kese, Akavoy, Dechsev, Nochen, Kisecha, Me'oz, Besa, Me'gdosh. Tehsev, Kisei, Kavoid, Maroim, Meirishain, Meirishain, Shemai Shamashiach, Tehsev, Yehi, Shemai, Le'oilam. So we see that these were the seven entities that we were created before the world was created. So I asked the Gemara and Rava, you Rava just suggested that if Gehenim is not created, a Baruch Hu will create it now. But we see clearly Gehenim was already created. So Rava, how are you darshan in the Basik? El Hachik Amar continues the Gemara. If the entrance to Gehenim, Puma, if the entrance of Gehenim was already created, Mutavetz Vaimim, Lo Yiv Rashem, it wasn't about the Gehenim itself, it's talking about the entrance, the opening of Gehenim. Ask the Gemara of Oksiv, the Pasik says, In Kol Chadash Tachas Hashemesh. There's nothing new under the sun. So how could Moshe Rabbeinu seemingly ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if this entity, if this hole, if this mouth, if this opening for Gehenim is not yet created, created now, Pasuk says there's no such thing as creating something from nothing. Hachi Kamar, so explains the Gemara, Ihachi, if 
that area, if the opening is not closed here, so Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't asking Hashem to create a new opening. Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, there is an opening to Ganem. But if it's not right here, move it and transport it over here so that it can open up and swallow Kairach ve'adasli. Darash Aravam continues the Gemara of Rav Adarshing Vakarach Vadasar Vamla Rav Yitzchak. My Dachsev, what is the meaning of the Pasik Shemesh Yarach Ahmad? Zivula, the sun and the moon stood still. Shemesh Viareach Bizvolamai, the sun and the moon, what were they doing in Zvul? Zvul is, the Mavarshim explained, the fourth of the seventh. Seven heavens. But the sun and the moon are supposed to be firmly in Rikia, which is the second of the heavens, whatever this means in the esoteric fears. The sun and the moon changed the heaven that they were in. They went from the second heaven to the fourth heaven. They said, the sun and the moon come in front of our Kaddish Baruch and they say, If you do din, if you defend Ben Amram, we'll continue doing our job illuminating the world. The sun and the moon said, If you are Kaddish Baruch don't defend Meshach Rabbeinu, we are not doing our job anymore. At that moment, Hashem threw arrows and spears at the sun and the moon in Amr Lahem. HaKadosh Baruch tells the sun and the moon, each and every day people down, down to you. Even though there are those who are worshipping idols, and serve the sun and the moon, yet that doesn't bother you. You continue lighting up the world. For my honor, says Hashem, you don't protest. Hashem says to the sun and the moon, I don't get it. People are worshipping you and not worshipping me, whatever this means, says Hashem. And yet that's not a problem. But for Moshe Rabbeinu, for the covenant, for the honor of a mere flesh and blood, you're protesting. Continues, HaKadosh Baruch each and every day, we're on the first wide line. It's a little bit hard for everyone to see. Let's get this a little bit clearer. One second. Here we go. On each and every day, Uh, excuse me, it wasn't another time of Hashem. One more time. The sun and the moon decided, Hashem, we're not going to listen. Hashem has to force, He has to shoot arrows and spears at the sun and the moon to force them to continue lighting up the world. They went to light because of the arrows, because of what Hashem forced them to do. So seemingly the sun and the moon no, again, again, let, let's, let's learn this properly. What did Hashem tell the sun and the moon? Hashem said, what are you doing? You're complaining for a mere flesh and blood? What about my honor? Every day that someone worships the sun and the moon, you should say, that's it! I'm gone! I'm not lighting up the world anymore! So you know what happened? 
Son of Mood, we're masking. They said, that's it. We're not letting up the world because there are people serving Yavai the Zara. And the only reason they continue letting up the world is because Hashem forces them. Hashem shoots arrows and spears, whatever that means, and forces them to light up the world. And we're going to conclude with Tani. We're going to the Braisa, Biker Chaylim, Ein La Shir. Going full circle back to where we started, the Mitzvah Biker Chaylim has no Shir. My in Lashir, what does that mean? There's no end to the reward. Is there a reward for every other mitzvah? I don't understand. Every mitzvah, we don't know the reward. So why are you saying specifically visiting the sick? This means even a great person to visit a lesser person. A Rav Amar, I feel this always a mitzvah of Biker Chaylim. We'll pick it up from Ravacha Bar Chanina in the next year. Bisiyato Tishmaya.